Hey, everyone. Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart. I'm your host, Karen Litzy. This is podcast number 191, and it is this week's Thursday Quickie. And this Thursday Quickie is also, we're also kind of calling this Lunch with Lenny. So a couple of weeks ago, I was at the Titles Performance Institute Level 1 Certification in Rhode Island. Lenny Macrina, the guest in today's podcast, was also there. And we were sitting down, literally having lunch, and we were talking about interesting things. And so we thought, what the heck, let's just do a podcast on it. And I just happened to have all the equipment to do a podcast. So it was perfect. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Lenny Macrina, he has been a practicing physical ther- therapist for 11 plus years after graduating with his master's degree from Boston University. He is the director of physical therapy and co-founder of Champion Physical Therapy and Performance, along with Mike Reinold, and they're in Waltham, Massachusetts. He is board certified sports physical therapy by the APTA and a certified strength and conditioning specialist by the National Strength and Conditioning Association. And he is also, and I kind of say this in the podcast, the Ben Affleck of the PT world, because he literally looks like him, and he has like that crazy Boston accent that you'll hear me laugh at every time he speaks, because I just think it's hilarious. I don't know why, gets me every time. It is hilarious. So in this podcast, Lenny and I talk a little bit about, of course, the TPI certification since we were there, and we talk about shoulder problems. Lenny is an expert at shoulder issues. So We talk about how he approaches a shoulder injury, how to communicate with your patient about their injury, Uh, and then we talk a little bit in in the golf front, and we also talk about CrossFit. So how do you get those CrossFit athletes to buy into your treatment plan? What might be missing from a CrossFit athlete's shoulder, which might have led to their injury? And, And of course, we talk about kind of how to sell as a PT, because we all have to do it. But we just do it a little differently than other salespeople, but we have to do it, and Lenny talks about how to do that. So this is a really fun podcast, and it was brought to you by Audible.com. So Audible.com has about 180,000 books in all different categories, and for the listeners of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast, you can go to audibletrial.com slash healthy, wealthy, smart. You get one free download and a free month on Audible. No commitment necessary. So show the sponsor some love. Go to audibletrial.com slash healthy, wealthy, smart. That's my affiliate link. Sign up. It's free. You get a free book and a free month. No commitment, no problems. Um, I listen to Audible every day. Right now, we spoke about this on the podcast on Monday. I'm listening to, I'm so sorry, but my cat is literally attacking me as I'm doing this, doing this. So um, I am right now listening to Dr. Robert Sapolsky's book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. It's really fun. It's a little heavy, but I am starting to get into it now. Anyway, uh, enjoy this week's Thursday Quickie with Lenny Macrina. Hey everyone, so I am in 
Providence, Rhode Island right now at the TPI Level 1 certification, and I am sitting here with the Ben Affleck of the physical therapy world, Lenny McQueena. And I say that because he looks, and I'm talking Ben Affleck, Goodwill Hunting Ben Affleck. How do you like them apples? See what I'm saying? Isn't that amazing? That was Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, that was Matt Damon. Yeah. But, but uh, he, looks like, he looks like Ben Affleck, and he sounds like Ben Affleck. And so anyway, we are sitting here, we're both getting our level one certification in uh, TPI's golf program. So Lenny, welcome. Thank you, Karen. Uh, just a little, uh, Ben Affleck is from Boston. So, yes. you know, there is a definite connection. But anyway, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. This is, I think, my first official podcast recording nice. uh, that I've ever done in my life. So. Yes, over lunch. So that's why we were saying lunch. we're having lunch with Lenny, yes. and that's yes. what this podcast is all about. Exactly. Um, well, thanks. Anyway, thank you for... Uh, it, it didn't... And actually, it's not like I twisted your arm. No, Karen, I begged you <laughs> to speak with me. I chased you down a hallway and said, you know what? He did. <laughs> he did. That's exactly what happened. Um, no, anyway... So, so we're here. Um, why don't you give the listeners a little bit more about you and what you're doing right now, and maybe a little background, and then we'll 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 right. chat. So, a little bit about me. I am uh, I'm currently practicing in Waltham, Massachusetts. Uh, Mike Reynold and myself opened up Champion PT and Performance uh, about a year and a half ago, and it's a cash-based PT clinic. So we do both uh, cash-based PT. And we have a fitness component as well, so the strength and conditioning, personal training, we have boot camps. And uh, so far it's been, uh, I think it's been received by the community as relatively positive in that they see the connection, they see how they can bounce back and forth, and it's a pretty natural occurrence to go back and forth, um, and to people to send their friends, which is great for us. Uh, how I got here, um, I was in Birmingham, Alabama training with uh, Dr. Andrews and that group down there, Kevin Wilk and spent about 12 years of my life in the Deep South. And then uh, next thing you know, I am two years into my Birmingham life, and then next thing I know, I'm 12 years into my Birmingham life. So the two-year commitment went to 12 years. And so uh, got a lot of experience down there with Dr. Andrews and Kevin Wilk and that group. And so we saw a lot of people. It was a high-volume clinic, which was good, but you, know, you get beat down. And so when Mike and I came up with this concept, it's a very different world now, which I like. That's a little bit about me. So nice. Yep. And you have something really exciting coming up next year. Like next year, February, yes, in, in February. February, yes. So um, my wife, who is the reason why, main reason why I stayed in Alabama longer than she's from Alabama, so we, I stayed there a lot longer than I anticipated. Um, she is due with her first, with our first uh -huh. child. So we have a little girl coming. So yeah, Aww, excited. Yep. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, so let's get into today's podcast. So, like I said, we are in Providence, Rhode Island at TPI, which is Titleist Performance Institute, at their sort of level one certification program. So, we have there's PTs here, and I think there's a lot of PTs here, by the it's, way. I don't know. It, are you seeing I was a lot? trying to look at hands, and it's, they say a third. So, a third PT, a third they call fitness. Uh, and a third uh, golf professional, yeah. so which is what they hope to get throughout their uh, course. Yeah, no, it's so it's, really... a, it's a great interaction because you know you break off into your groups and you're not with another therapist. So I would obviously want to be with another therapist because that would be my comfort zone. But they force you to go in other directions. What you're doing is great because then I can help that other professional with some of the movement stuff, and then they can help me with the golf stuff. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's what I found. Because yesterday we did all of the 
movement screening and movement-based tests, which for a PT is pretty easy. Right. Today is more about the golf swing and the different golf, right. a lot of golf talk and jargon, which yeah. I think for PTs is a little bit more, unless you're an avid golfer. Right, which I golf. I, I played nine holes this year, so I consider myself a golfer. Right. Nice. Um, exactly. You can only see my face. Um, but I golf, but some of the, the verbiage, how they the golf pros talk is a completely different world than how we talk. So I'm educating on, you know, what flexion is of the shoulder, and they're telling me what a, um, you know, a reverse backswing is, or, yeah, or something. We're gonna get that. We're gonna get that after stuff. lunch. So yeah. you know, all that stuff is great because I need to be able to talk the talk with golf professionals, and they need to hopefully understand stuff that I'm saying. So it's a great team approach. Exactly, exactly, and and I know that uh, you do a lot of work with athletes in your practice. Um, and so, in keeping with the theme of, of this weekend of golf, I know that golfers can have a lot of different injuries. Let's talk about sort of upper body stuff. So let's talk about, let's say you have someone that comes in that has, we'll just do generic, shoulder impingement, right? right. Which can mean a bazillion different things, right. right? Whatever that means. Whatever that means. But that's, let's say you get... Prescription from a doctor, and it says shoulder impingement, PT eval and treat. Right. And this person's a golfer, right. and they can't play golf. Right. So what are you going to be looking at at this person? So what? How, how are you going to structure your eval? How are you going to kind of? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I am an SFMA guy. I took level one and level two. So this was the natural progression uh, for me, to, particularly to get into uh, the golf world, which our clinic facility is in a relatively affluent section of Boston. So it makes sense to try to capture some of that for our business. And so for me, I want to assess their movement patterns, both their regular movement patterns, but then golf-specific stuff. So I'll incorporate SFMA stuff, S-F-M-A, tough to say that quickly, Selective Functional Movement Assessment, but then also incorporate some of the TPI stuff. There is a lot of overlap. You know, I'll look at their overhead squat. Can they maintain certain positions? Are they able to maintain an overhead position while they squat? If not, there are tests to try to tease out the overhead position and just look at them squat. And so, for example, that is one way that they've taught us this weekend that we can figure out, is it a lat lens thing? Is it a lumbar spine thing? Is it a pelvic position thing? So we'll look at all that and try to figure out why can they not come across their body? Why, why can they not get in certain positions in the golf swing? thoracic thing as well. So what I'm seeing a lot in my practice, and it kind of makes sense when I come here, is thoracic rotation sucks on most people. Most people don't have good pelvic position. And so you think of the core movements that stabilize a region, and then you have to function distally, meaning raise overhead, get that arm position in a correct position to golf. Most people can't because of poor core control. So it's, it's a, I don't want to say a simple concept, but I think diving after the thoracic spine, allowing people to get some kind of thoracic extension, which will influence their scapular position, which will then influence their humeral position, which will allow them to get in certain positions that they can't get into right now, but they're going to substitute. They're going to find the path of least resistance. They're going to find a way to get there through this reverse spine curve that we're learning this week and in the, in the TBI course, that they're going to substitute. They're going to hyperextend in their lumbar spine and then you start seeing back pain. 
So it all kind of comes full circle that, you know, they're going to find the path leads to disease, leads to pain. And how, let's say a person comes in with a shoulder problem and you say to them, well, let me look at your back, let me, and the patient's right. like, but it's my, my shoulder. shoulder. So, so how do you it's bridge a, that? It's a cell, um, somewhat, but I think as even Dave Phillips, the golf pro that's with us, with, with us this weekend, I think you need to present yourself in a, in a, in a fashion that you can communicate with the patient appropriately, that you're on their level. And you give them confidence that what you're saying makes sense. So I'm always pulling out the, the uh, spine model that we have in our clinic. Very simple model. And just giving them that point of view that this is what you have. But if you look down here in your spine and you can kind of give them a visualization. Or I go into Google and I pull up muscles and let them see that. And you, you kind of recreate, try to recreate in their head what could be going on. And, and uh, giving that explanation. And they're like, wow, yeah, that's Nobody's ever done that. I've gone to a billion other PT clinics and everybody just treats my shoulder. But I always get pain. The pain always returns. I can get it to go away quickly, but then it returns. And so I feel like our practice and going through this certification kind of opens up the biomechanics or the movement patterns, both positive and negative, that are contributing to the shoulder pain, you know, or the elbow pain or the wrist pain, you know. And so Going after, again, it usually comes down to core control, pelvic control, T-spine mobility, which we all suck, we all sit for a while, all, all day long, except PTs, of course, are running around, yet we still don't have good T-spine. Yeah, so it, yeah. the sitting thing, yeah, I think it contributes, but most people don't have good mobility. And so I think you can kind of wake things up in their system. I think we can find a way to get them to move a little better, give them that mental confidence, and then you can kind of build can build upon, well, I can move a little, a little bit, so manual therapy, something like that. I know, you know, there's a whole world of people that are anti-manual therapy and an anti-hands-on approach that I've seen in the, in the social media world. I think there's, there's a position for it. I don't think it's as specific as people think. I don't know. If I know that L5S1 is moving better than L4 or L3, L4. Of I don't know if I can palpate that. Some people say... Oh yeah, I can feel that. I don't think so. I've never said that. I've always been a person that says, I don't know. I just know that if I put my hands in a certain spot on somebody's back, I can make their pain go away. I can make them feel better, move better, and then I can take them to the next level. Right. And, and so it sounds like what you're saying is you certainly go beyond just TheraBand internal and external yeah, rotation yes, for, yes, for a shoulder impingement that's problem. That's like the, the last thing that I'm doing is showing them T-bands or it is incorporated. Definitely a spot because most of the people that I see are either not doing anything and need the basic stuff, mm-hmm. or the the CrossFitters who are doing the high level stuff. I know we're talking about golf, but just to bring in another example, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the CrossFitters are doing cleans and snatches and all the you know the Olympic lifting and powerlifting, and they ignore the little guys. They ignore that's a Boston term. Ignore ma. I'm ignoring it, ma. Um, <laughs> Love that. Um, they ignore the little guys, so you cuff. So you may get weakness in their cuff. They get huge deltoids, huge upper traps, and they they think they're moving well. And then you're like, well, do this or give you a manual muscle test. Which again, I'm not a big manual muscle test guy, but you can tweak things out. You can pull things out of manual muscle test stuff, or prove to the patient that yeah, I can't break you in abduction. But let me look at your little external rotators, and they're like pitifully weak. I think there's a spot for cuff stuff. And then showing them that if you can open up a lat, if you can help to get their lat 
somewhat relaxed through whatever, I don't know, FOMO, dry, dry needling, whatever. You know, research is all over the place. If you do dry needling, I've had success. Some states don't allow it. Foam rolling, research is starting to show that people feel better with it. Why? I don't know. And I tell my people that. I don't know why foam rolling makes you feel better. But I just know it makes you feel better. Let's do it. Let's try to get you a little more range of motion in your lats, which is going to get you a better overhead position. So so here's a question. So let's say you have these cro- a CrossFit uh, participant who comes in. And you do a screening, you do an overhead squat screen, and they can't do it. Right. But you know they're loading the heck out of it. Correct. In CrossFit. Right. Will you then say, hey, listen, let's not do that particular move in CrossFit. Let's take it down. Let's. This can be contributing, let's say, to uh, a a shoulder issue. Right. We'll stick with the shoulder. That's that's a difficult one. Yeah, that's a difficult one because CrossFit is one of CrossFit. You need to show them that they can do certain things, but you also need to let them know why, if they continue to do it, it's going to lead to further problems down the road. Mm-hmm. So we tend to give, we tend to show CrossFitters that they have a range of motion that is a good range of motion that they can move pain-free and have good mechanics. But when they get out of that pain-free zone, or they have to now substitute kind of zone, what we call the green zone and the red zone. Mike is always explaining that when he's talking to patients, the red zone and the green zone. The red zone is the bad zone. We stay out of that. And, and is that red zone The red pain? zone is usually pain, or it's a spot where they're substituting. So everybody okay. is trying to get an overhead position. But they have huge upper traps, huge deltoids. They can't. So what do they do? They substitute with their lumbar spine. Mm. They get into hyperlordosis. They think, I'm overhead. Take a snapshot of them or you take a video of them on your iPhone, then have them look at it and they're like, oh my God, that's what I look like. But them seeing that is selling them that I can't move like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for you to help me. They quickly buy in when they can see that. Mm-hmm. You just got to kind of wow them a little. And it, it's very successful. Let them see that what they're doing is wrong. Let them see that and give them a theory. Let them know that if I think we can fix your pelvic position, you're too anteriorly tilted or you're I wonder why you're having low back pain. You know, most people don't even think of it that it's associated, but if you can sell them mm-hmm. on that, then I think, uh, you know, it's, it's an easy it's an easy sell to let them know that I can fix this. You, you give me a little time. Let's work on your cuff. Let's work on your lumbar position. Let's work on your pelvic control. Mm-hmm. And then they usually buy in. Right. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like sort of showing them visually what they're doing Absolutely. has such a big impact. I'm a, I'm a male, so I'm a visual learner. Which means, as we were talking earlier... We dominate. We dominate men, men, everything. Men, men are the more dominant of this species. And I taught Karen that men... <laughs> you taught me that yesterday. Men dominate, and we had to gather twigs and berries and kill dinosaurs, which I didn't realize we didn't live with the dinosaurs, but in Jurassic Park we did. That is true. That is true. Um... So, so it's it been an interesting like, conversation. Yeah, week, it's, been, it's been all over. The, it's been all over the place. Um, so when you, oh, I lost my train of thought for a moment. Right. So when you're, so when you have these sort of higher level, let's see, athletes in front of you yeah. or CrossFit participants, um, showing them kind of what they're doing, so they can kind of get the visual right. of like, okay, now I understand Absolutely. why maybe I need to take a break on this one particular move. Most people don't do that. It's a simple concept. All of us have iPhones, hopefully, because I, I hate when I get a green text message that means you have a non-iPhone. Oh my God, one of my friends has a Blackberry. Are you kidding me? Yes. Who still has a Blackberry? Do they receive text messages? Do you have to send a smoke <laughs> signal or something she like that? She can't like send pictures. She gets she emails can't. really it's quickly. T- she does. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. Anyway. But, um, but the visual thing, especially dudes, but I think CrossFit is a, they are high level athletes. 
They mm-hmm. want their body to be perfect so they can do CrossFit. That's sure. a it's a sport, you know. It's baseball, it's football, it's a quarterback, it's a, somebody who wants to snatch, it's somebody who wants to deadlift, mm-hmm. or whatever the the thing is. We got to get them back, but there's a time and a place. There's a there's a method to the madness. I always tell my people that there's a method to my madness. Hop on board, and I'm gonna get you there, you know. And it's, you just gotta sell them. So that's part of my selling is the visual learning. Right. And and kind of what they said today was, you know, when you have this client or this patient or this athlete or what have you in front of you, that they're coming to you to get your advice. So you're selling yourself Absolutely. and you're selling your skills. Yeah. It's not that it's not like you're selling champion physical therapy. No. You are selling what you can offer to that person. And Correct. I think to show them how you can do that and, and get them to buy in yep. is is the most important yeah. thing that any PT it's, can do. Because if they huge. don't buy in, guess yeah. what? They're gone. They're gone. You got them in the door. You have, for us, usually a one-hour eval. You have one hour to show them your goods. Mm-hmm. So you're going to show your good side. You're going to show them. You're going to be able to assess them. You're going to be able to explain it to them. And you got to be able to show some kind of change quickly. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I usually spend the last 20 to you know, 15 to 20 minutes, show them something. Show them that I just did a little manual therapy, or I did some dry needling, or I did both, or I did something. And I improved your position. They need to be able to buy in to what you're selling. Usually, I mean, if I'm giving a lecture right now, this is when I cue my uh, Tommy Boy video, my salesman video, Helen, this is why I suck at sales. Can't suck at sales as a PT. You have to be able to sell you, your personality, your knowledge, and how you're going to fix this person. Absolutely. Yeah. And and getting back to let's say, so you've done your eval, you've had that first one hour. They're into it. They bought in. It's this patient that's coming in with shoulder impingement. They come in to see you at the next visit, and they say, it's a little bit better, but I'm still having pain. Right. So, I, I try so to, how, right. how do you then get that plan of care I, I going? I try to spin the positive. So I hear a little bit better. I am diving into that little bit better. Why is it better? Are you able to function better? Are you able to sleep? Because then next thing you know, well, it's not just when I do a snatch. It's when I'm sleeping I feel something. Are you sleeping better? You know, it's a little things. I'm trying to build the positive, not the I'm still having the pain aspect. It's what I did. How long did you feel better? How long did you be able to do something? How were you able to go back to CrossFit? Somewhat, not even necessarily, even though that's their goal is CrossFit. I mm-hmm. want to find something positive in their life that they felt better in and dive in there and say, you know what, we found something, we saw our immediate changes. I can now spend a whole hour and dive in and really do the stuff that I explained the other day. Let's just let's just spend the whole time freeing up some motion. Let's let's educate you on how do you can free up motion on your own. How can you foam roll? How can you lacrosse ball your posterior cuff? How can you do things on your own? Because I need I need to empower the clients that they can do stuff that they don't rely on me. I don't see people two to three times a week for four to six weeks like a physical therapy prescription says. I see people once a week, once every two weeks, and then I say, you're on your own. You have my email. You can text me. Everybody has that. Let's keep in touch. I'll get an email at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday night. I reply at 10.15 Saturday night. Nobody has to wait for me. And you need to be able to give that service to your client if you want to bring the best people in. And so I'm always trying to empower the person that they can do things on their own because I don't want them to rely on me. That's the last right. thing I want. It's great Absolutely. for business, but I don't need that. My right. business is fine. I don't want people to rely Bragger. on me. Yeah, yeah, we are exceptional at championpt and performance.com. 
uh, or champ.pt, we, if you wanted to just go the shorter route, at LenMacPT. Um, but no, I'm mean, seriously, it's just yeah. people don't want to have to come through Absolutely. two or three times a week. Nobody has time for that. Nobody has time Ain't nobody got time for that. It's true. So. And, and also, like, you're with that person for an hour a week. They're with themselves 24-7. 24-7. they yeah. need to know if this happens... So how right. can I manage can I, this yeah, okay. yep. on my own? What's their new warm-up before they go and do a clean, you know, or a snatch, or a jerk, mm-hmm. or, what, or, what, or playing or golf, something, or, or whatever, golf. yeah. Exactly, yeah. we somehow got into the CrossFit world, but yeah, definitely golf. I mean, what, what can we do? What can people do on a golf course? You don't have a, you know, bring your foam roller no? onto the golf course. I now need to come up with something in my head now that I'm going to be doing potentially golf stuff. I mm-hmm. need to figure out something that people can do to get loose instead of just... You know, you pull into the into the golf course and you get out of the car, put your shoes on, you're on that first tee half the time. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just warming up. You know, yeah. Sometimes you might even go to the driving range. You ran late. Dunkin' Donuts line was huge. And you, uh, you know, you have to stop and get your coffee before golf, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we got to figure out a way now to get these people to be able to control themselves. You know? Absolutely. And so, you know, when so when you have this person come in with shoulder problem, are you not touching the shoulder at all? Um, no, I am. Of course I am. And I, I there's always, there's usually something going on in their shoulder, whether they have, you know, tight upper traps or they have, um, tighten their posterior cuff, tighten their pecs, and everybody is, you know, forward, head, rounded shoulders. So, you know, is there something that I can do, uh, to free some of that motion up? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's not relying on me. It's okay. So I noticed that you're tight. This is what I want you to do. Maybe I want you to lacrosse ball your front of your shoulder. Maybe I want to look lacrosse ball the back of your shoulder. I, I don't know. It's like a foam rolling, but it's a lacrosse ball. So it's some kind of it's something that's going on, some kind of mechanoreceptor, something going on that allows these people to be able to open themselves up. But then they need to reinforce that with exercise. So right. we can do, do all the hands-on stuff all we want. They're just going to go right back to where they were if you don't reinforce it with some sort of exercise. So I can make somebody feel better through hands-on, through soft tissue work, through needling, through you know what instrument-assisted, you? whatever. Yeah. But then I need to let them, I need to have them reinforce that with exercise. I'm a huge proponent, obviously, of exercise. I think that's that's our number one modality yeah. is getting people. We're movement experts. That's what we do. Absolutely. So that's that's the key is get people to be able to do it pain-free and right. with a little better movement. Right, right. Absolutely. So it's it's you do what you can in the clinic, and then you have to reinforce those whatever mm-hmm. gains that you made right. need to be reinforced through patient education, right. patient empowerment, exercise, Correct. and movement. With, within their limitations. And we've heard a right. lot about that today in the TPI course, that you can put a video of Tiger Woods or Ernie Els, his swing up, but if Joe Blow doesn't have any thoracic rotation, he is certainly not going to look like Tiger Woods. You can't compare. Golf. Yeah, you can't. But that's what a lot of people do. Is let's put Lenny's golf swing up, let's put Tiger Woods up, and I've done it. I've done it myself. I'm like, this is what Tiger can do. Well, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't, can't do what Tiger that. does, but I know that it works for it. used to work for Tiger. Um, so we got to figure out ways within that person's limitations and their body makeup and their whatever else is going on with them to get them to move as efficiently as possible. And that's a huge theme this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you know, I appreciate that TPI does mm-hmm. that. And I also appreciate that they are very pro-physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Which they, uh, is great. They consistently talk about the team approach to golf coach, fitness, and, and physical therapy. So there has to be a, a common lingo. There has to be everybody has to be able to walk the walk, talk mm-hmm. the talk, and communicate 
can know what the other person is saying. Right, and ultimately, the person who benefits from that is the client. Is the client, and that was that's a huge thing, and I'm always pushing that on social media. Is the ultimate goal is the client. Get a, all of us get off of our high horses with my manual therapy and my initials after my name. Uh, yes, I do have my master's degree in physical therapy, uh, and I am a certified um, strength and conditioning specialist, and I am a sports certified specialist. Now, again, no, now you're just my, bragging. The alphabet <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Joking. Um, no, um, but nobody cares. You know? right. Nobody really cares. It's the client. How can we get them better as quickly as possible within yeah. the team? And Usually, I'm talking about post-op stuff. I mean, that's yeah. that's my world. So the team mm-hmm. is PT, the client, and the doctor who did the surgery. Mm-hmm. I need to know what went on in that surgery. I need to know what the tissue is like. I need to know if they screwed something up. I need to know if they got a good repair. I need to know the comorbidities of the client. I, mm-hmm. The doctor needs to know how the client's doing in rehab. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. team is something that I'm used to. And now this is going to be my new team, new team that I need to develop is the golf world. And I'm, right. I'm pumped. And because you guys have sort of a fitness aspect to your business so it goes from the doctor to you to let's say the trainer so you have that nice transitional world there and and I found that that's that's where I've had the biggest success is when I can go from the doctor to me and then to a trainer that I know and trust Mm -hmm. Um, the the patients are happy they get back to doing what they love they and 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 they're the people who will refer they are are happy because they see the the positive results they see that i communicated with my strength coach which we have three of them at at champion they see the strength coach coming to me and saying hey uh sally was doing uh i don't know i don't know a kettlebell swing and she felt a little pinch in her shoulder at the top what do you think well have sally come in let me take a quick look at her and then I'll tell our strength coach, let's maybe cut that out. Sally may have a little issue going on and blah, blah, blah. And then we can keep, Sally loves it because Sally now sees the communication. Sally now sees that she's going to get something out of this and hopefully feel better. And Sally's going to send her friend Judy. These are all made up names. Um, I don't know where these are coming from. I feel like they're coming from the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> George and Judy are going to now send the, uh, you know, whatever the dog's name is. I think I just dated myself there. <laughs> um but that's, that's the whole key. The whole key is getting people to feel yeah. better, move better, and then tell their friends that that's happening as well. Absolutely. That's not the ultimate goal of, of a business. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And so just to kind of uh, wrap things up a little bit. No, only no, no, because, no, 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 no. Let's keep talking. Well, we kind of have to go back oh, to the right. course in like five minutes, <laughs> but we could keep chatting. Um, but it seems to me, so if you get that patient in regardless of whether they're CrossFit or golf and they are having some shoulder issues that you have to look beyond the joint, look beyond where the pain is, right. look at the person as a whole, see how what they're doing above and below is affecting the area where they have their complaint. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. So that's exactly what I hope most therapists do. And we get bogged down with, you have a shoulder impingement, must be your shoulder, let me just show you some bands, which most people don't do correctly anyway, and then you send them on because you have no time because you now have four other people that are going mm-hmm. on. That's a mm-hmm. big issue that hopefully we can deal with, and that's another podcast problem. That's a whole other whole can of worms. Can of worms that I open, uh, which I like to do. But absolutely. So it's it's uh, it's looking above and below the joint, and it's, it's figuring out and selling it. So I think that's a huge aspect. Yeah, and... Sorry, everybody. We're actually like having paying to, up, have to pay. We're literally having lunch. I wasn't joking. So we're paying our bills really quick. 
Um, because I think you just got yelled at by the waiter. Um, but, uh, and the other thing that I think more PTs, I don't know, I don't know if I should, I don't want to say it that way, maybe more people should think about is having that team approach and, and knowing that there isn't necessarily a hierarchical system going, thank you, but that we're oh, all in it like together. God, if you keep that, that approach, you are in trouble. <laughs> you the hierarchical If you think you are the top of the food chain, it's, right. you are not. You are not, right. <laughs> if you think that, you're not going to get a lot of referrals from the little people, if that's what you're going to think of them as. So everybody's on a level playing field. Uh, a friend of mine, personal trainer, got in touch with me last night at like 10 o'clock at night when, when he hurt his knee. He came to me first because he trusted me. He didn't call his other personal trainer friends. He didn't call a doctor. He called me, and now I'm trying to direct him to the people that I know as an example. So that's the relationship that you need all about relationships and anything we do in life, particularly in PT. Absolutely. And what a great way to end the podcast. I'll drink to that. So, it's a wicked good podcast. <laughs> I drank my Sam Adams lager, and now I'm going to go back to the TPI course. It's wicked good. So I, I, it just gets me every time. That Boston accent <laughs> is crazy. Anyway, thanks so much, Lenny, for coming on. And one more time, um, even though you said it, I think, like five times already. Right. Where can people find you? People can find me. Um, I work at championpteamperformance.com. My Twitter handle is at LenMacPT, uh, L-E-N-M-A-C-P-T. Um, I'm talking about anything from PT to Apple to Tesla to um, stocks. So I love everything. So let's uh, find me on there and let's uh, let's have fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And everyone, thanks so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Twitter at Karen Litzy NYC. Have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.